and welcome to the How to Paradox podcast. I'm your host and professional life tender, Ashlyn Romagnoli, and today's episode is going to be a little bit more like a story. Today, I'm going to share with you a little life lesson, something from my own life, past and present, that is part and parcel of who I am, and therefore part and parcel of the How to Paradox project. My father, whom many call Jules, has certain catchphrases that he uses so often that even my friends have picked up on them over the years. The most common one is, Timing is everything. Jules is a fascinating person, in many ways because he's not that fascinating. Sorry, Dad. He worked a pretty standard office job, had more or less the same crew of buddies from high school, and married fairly young. He was married to my mother for 30 years before she passed, with, as far as I can tell, few to no dramatic interludes in their marriage. What's interesting about both the catchphrase, timing is everything, and my dad, is just how consistent they both have been. The friends that I've managed to keep around from my college days can remember my dad saying it, timing is everything, even though we'd only see him for brief moments of spring break or a summer getaway the benefits of a dad who retired to a cute little Florida beach town. My friends remember him saying it, and we all remember scoffing. Because we knew better. We, in our sunscreen, tan-skinned, salt-haired, youthful glory, we knew better. Timing is everything? Ha! Imagine being old and downtrodden enough to believe that. We smiled and inwardly shook our heads in pity. Jules just didn't know any better. We were living in the 2010s, after all. We moved to New York City right at the cusp of what I call the convenience revolution. Taxis could be demanded, not hailed. Potential lovers were lined up for perusal, like jars of peanut butter at the grocery store so you could choose between extra crunchy, smooth, or organic. Hell, you could even find exotic nut butters if you swiped long enough. Alcohol could be ordered and delivered to your party without leaving the crumbling brownstone apartment you shared with six other people who were also poets-slash-baristas-slash-production-assistants-slash-occasional Uber drivers. If they were lucky enough or insane enough to have a car in the city, that is. This was back in the halcyon days when the gig economy felt like a revolution that would enable creative freedom rather than, well, we know where it is today. So... No thanks, Jules. We would make our own lives, our own destinies. Timing be damned. If we hustled hard enough, we would manifest our dream career, no matter the odds. If we loved hard enough, we would make the relationship work, no matter the conflict. Timing was a variable of the past. Several years, jobs, and heartbreaks later, I reconnected with an ex who remains a close friend of mine and my husband's to this day. We'd known each other a little in college, and dated in my early New York days for a few years. Things had ended spectacularly, and over a long period, and we'd mutually agreed that silence was the golden option for us after all of that drama. Which it was, for some years. Then, in our late twenties, my ex reached out. His own father had been diagnosed with cancer, and I was one of the only people he knew who had dealt with something like that. I remember I was sitting in my car in the parking lot of my new apartment block in Nashville when his number popped up. It felt surreal. We talked for about an hour, 
about cancer and our lives, our various disastrous relationships and crappy jobs and the strange places, like Nashville, life had taken us. After that, we poked around the ashes of our relationship and rekindled something new, a friendship. On one visit back to New York, I remember kicking back with some drinks in his yard. Yes, he has a backyard in his amazing New York City apartment, which I'm convinced is 80% of the reason he stays in New York at all. But suddenly he turned to me and said, You know what? Jules was right. What do you mean? I asked. That thing he always said. Timing is everything. Damn if that isn't just... true. I remember nodding slowly, and I remember we both leaned back and mulled on that for a while. I thought of the relationships I'd tried and failed to patch, the jobs that I hadn't been mature enough for, the missed opportunities born of an eagerness to control every aspect of our oh-so-convenient lives. Then it hit me. I'd spent years reading and trying to practice Stoic philosophy, a way of thinking largely based around differentiating between what you can control and what you cannot, and letting go of the latter. And I realized that my dad, with his simple life and disinterest in philosophy or politics, had encapsulated the entire philosophy in his own way, and had spent my entire life trying to gently teach me that lesson. So often, the things we need to learn are right in front of us. Oh, and about Jules's other catchphrases. One of them is that, without fail, every time I call him, whether he's in the car or taking a walk on the beach or waiting in a doctor's office, every single time I call, he greets me with, Ashy, you have perfect timing. A few years ago, I put two and two together. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for listening to the How to Paradox podcast. For more on paradoxing, visit the website at howtoparadox.com, the Instagram at howtoparadox, or sign up for the companion newsletter at howtoparadox.substack.com. You can also hire me as your own personal life tender for one-on-one consultations about navigating the paradoxes in your own life. Learn more at the website, that's howtoparadox.com, or email me directly at ash at howtoparadox.com. Thank <laughs> you.